0: I guess you moved really.
1: Fear not. This is the Doctor Whoever project. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. Good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself. I guess the therapist I found for you she really helped. Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl. the toxic vibes behind and get ready to clear the fog from your mind it's time to get stimulated
2: this is the doctor whoever project that's right this is the doctor whoever project it is july 16th 2021 we got a leo in puerto rico on again right now what's up leo how's it going down in puerto rico hey it's all
3: pretty great over here how how are you doing
2: I'm doing good. I know you said it was hot there, like it was like it's hot here. I think it's spreading across the uh, globe. This heat wave, Uh, everybody's suffering right now a little bit.
3: Oh, I didn't know about the heat wave, but yeah, it's usually really chilly over here, but but I don't know. So they just decided the sun wanted to come out.
2: Let's go. I got some major sun. I went to Caesar Palace. Couple days uh, over the week, and did like a little staycation. Hung out by the pool, got like some good sunburn on my uh, on my neck over here. It's kind of it's kind of teaching me a lesson for laying out there for six hours straight, baking in the sun. But it was all right. It was fun. Something oh. to do. Get out. Uh, you know, have some summer. Feel like it's summer again, back like it used to be.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely good time.
2: This is a good summer song. This I, I have. I've downloaded two of these songs now from this Olivia Rodrigo that you uh, you like so much. Um,
3: oh yeah, which one?
2: So I, I have "Driver's License" and "Good for You," the one we were listening to last time. I guess this is the anthem they're using for the vaccines, um, where this Olivia Rodrigo is going to the White House and she met with Joe Biden a couple of days ago and some of the. Um, Um, other people like they have help with the vaccine to spread the word and she's uh i think committed to doing some messaging on tiktok and things like that um it's pretty cool i got a i got a little clip right here let's 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 hit this clip and see what it shows of her at the white house Jin saki comes in to chat
0: all right so i have a special guest with me today uh, joining us in the briefing room is actress and multi-platinum recording singer-songwriter Olivia Rodrigo, who traversed red lights and stop times to see us. If you know her music, you'll get that dad jokes there. Um, thing. And we just want to thank you for using your platform and your voice for elevating the important issue of young people getting Vaccinated, She's here today to meet with the President and Dr. Fauci later this afternoon, but she agreed to come say a quick hello to all of you first. With that, I'll turn it over to She's you. so cute. Hi. Um, first, I want to say I am beyond honored and humbled Obviously. to be here today to help spread the message. I'm in awe of the work yeah. President Biden and Dr. Fauci have done and was happy to help lend my support to this important initiative. It's important to have conversations with friends and family members, encouraging all communities to get vaccinated and actually get to a vaccination site, which you can do more easily than ever before, given how many sites we have and how easy it is to find them at vaccines.gov. Thank you, Jen, for having me today, uh, and thank you all for helping share this important message. It's so appreciated. Thank
2: you. Oh, that was good. Right. I like that. Thank
0: you, Olivia, so much for joining us. Good luck with your great
4: awesome. day.
2: You can't have too many people spreading the word about. Getting vaccinated right now, we have hit a, we've hit a record. I don't know what it's like in Who Puerto actually Rico. Runs but, the Republican Party. Uh, I'm not asking yeah, rhetoric. We'll get that the GOP is out. <laughs> and oh, just likes to keep know. playing. Um, like around here in, in Vegas, they're talking about that we've gotten tons of people again that have brought the virus in and. You know, we're on record highs of viruses and people are going into hospitals again like it was before. In California, they're gonna make people wear masks again or advise people to at least. It's kind of crazy. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. I don't know how that's gonna work. I mean, cause some people are vaccinated, some people aren't. How are you gonna know who's vaccinated and who isn't, you know? Is it just, are people wearing masks in Puerto Rico or is it open faces?
3: So actually, well, uh, I went out uh, last Friday. And the area that I went out to, uh, there were like no masks at all. Like I was really surprised. Like obviously there were a couple of people that will that will wear my uh, their mask. I will I will carry mine. But then after I started seeing like a couple of people were, you know, they look healthy. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel like I was. uh, Didn't feel that I was. What's it called? At risk. Like I. Uh, yes, exactly. Like I didn't know, uh, I didn't see that I was going to be at risk, so I just decided to, well, you know what? Let me have a uh, a night out without masks. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I haven't
2: even taken it with me in a while because like I got vaccinated a while ago. Um so I just haven't had a need to take it, but I went to the eye doctor to get some new glasses recently. I had to wear it there. Mm-hmm. Um I had to wear it at a volunteer event I went to recently. A couple places I was a little bit surprised the uh, places that I had to wear it. Um, but I know they're talking about, you know, the spikes in lots of different places. Let's see what this one says right here. This is a, a, a spike in tomorrow. positivity rates for COVID-19 has put jury trials
5: on hold in Volusia County. Western's Dave McDaniel looks at why the move was made and the recommendations for other
2: activities from the health department. So they're even, like, stopping jury trials I in some places Malaysia. now because they don't want the jury to come together it's it's like we uh, we we made we made some significant steps forward but um we've we've gone back a little bit it's nice to have someone like a, a celebrity a young person go out there and talk to some of the younger kids and even like the millennial age people about you know getting the vaccine and getting it done quickly so we can stop this as soon as possible
3: well it's it's also to bring out awareness and also well to see uh, to show that even if you're a young you know adult that even if your mother and father doesn't want to get the vaccine they also have the option that they hey like you can permit make this take the opinion of hey you can actually go ahead and make the decision you know whenever you're legally aged mm-hmm. i don't know how, I, I don't know about the whole uh age uh situation about getting the vaccines and stuff like
5: that i think it's but different state by state
2: i think some places if you're 13 14 you can get it um in some places it's different but um like there was a, so, a lady well, in tennessee i, I know, know they got fired for well, like saying that that you know you can get a vaccine if you're a teenager and they like fired her it's kind of crazy
3: oh well over here in puerto rico like i actually had a conversation with a. Uh, with one of my professors in nursing school. And I asked them like, okay, like I know a lot of times, like I know when I was uh, a younger child, I wanted to do some stuff, but obviously my parents didn't want to. But I think that they should make an exception about vaccines because I'm not saying that vaccines is for everyone, but if you're able to go ahead and take the vaccine, well, hey, if you want to, go to. I agree. I have one of my best friends that lives in California. She doesn't want to take the vaccine. And all I told her look, I love you and all. But if you really don't want to, I'm not going to I'm not gonna force you to take it. But, hey, I just want you to be careful and don't go crazy. That's
2: it. <laughs> I, I, I don't think we should be forcing anyone to take it either. But I think the problem is that we're... People are getting this information that isn't correct and they're being scared away from something that could help them out. And if it was me, I'd be worried more about flushing a bunch of money down the toilet and doctor bills than I, than I would worry about dying. Because, I mean, if you have to go into the emergency room, you're going to come out with, like, thousands of dollars in um, medical bills after that, of course. It's going to be, like... Yeah, and they're gonna actually be giving it out for free. Yeah, I mean, why not just take it? Because a, I, know,
3: I know when I took the TV test, I had to pay almost like $20 You have to take a TV test just to see if I'm immune to it. And, you know, like there's a lot of other meditation, uh, other vaccines that you actually have to pay for it. So why not just go ahead and take it while well, it's free?
2: I agree. I took mine as soon as I could get it. I mean, I put my name in, got the time, it went. Um... So, like I said, Los Angeles County, they're bringing back masks indoors, uh, indoor mask mandate. Um, Let me hear this clip. I haven't even heard it yet. See if you can hear this with me.
6: We will be implementing an order requiring masking indoors, regardless of vaccination, that will go into effect at 11.59 on Saturday, July 17th. According to the CDC, this daily uh, increase in cases to the high level uh, where we are now puts us in the category
2: of substantial community transmission. So, tomorrow... Effective tomorrow, Los Angeles County is back at indoor mask mandates. That's, um, let's see a little bit more of the explanation about if they say exactly why or any numbers. COVID
6: And considering that we've reported over 1,000 new cases a day over the last seven days, this average case rate all we the have, have a substantial
2: community transmission.
6: Got activated, you know.
2: Yeah, 1,000 <laughs> a a thousand new cases a day coming up. I mean, that, that, uh, that definitely... Oh, wow. That definitely makes a a big hurt on these hospitals that that we're just looking at like a break from having people come in. Um, Well, here, let's take a little break, and why don't we come back, and I know you had some stuff you wanted to talk about, so I'm going to put the floor to Leo. Um, We'll take a break, and we'll be right back on the Doctor Whoever Project.
1: Don't forget to take your meds.
2: This is the Doctor Whoever Project. New
1: episodes weekly at DoctorWhoever.com.
2: All right, Leo. So uh, this is the Leo segment. Let's hear what you got. You were telling me some of it before; it sounded great. So uh, leave it. I'm gonna leave it to you.
1: Well, I uh, just
3: uh, I just wanted to say about like about how the times have changed in the, in the uh, for women empowerment. Because I just saw a movie. I know it's kind of corny. It's a romantic comedy, but I was kind of bored and it was kind of cute. But it's called Holiday. Day.
2: Uh-huh, holiday, okay. It's,
3: uh, ho- no, holiday.
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about the holiday, like the movie where they, like, they trade places and they go stay. Okay, but keep going.
3: Oh, no, no, no. It's that it basically uh, it's, two, it's two people and they have each other just for every single holiday because you don't want to be alone by yourself. So you have this one person that you will only talk to each other and see each other only during the holiday.
2: Oh, see, I have that. I have a Christmas friend back home, and we only see each other really during Christmas time, and it's like, oh, hey, it's just like everything was back to normal, but we just kind of, we have understanding that we see each other at Christmas time, and that's it. We don't have to be involved in each other's lives throughout the year if we don't have time.
3: (laughs) Oh, damn. Well, I've never seen that before, because to be honest... Uh, yeah, it, 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 it was kind of weird at first, but I'm like, damn, like that's actually really smart. Like, I wouldn't mind having a date for someone, but then, you know, once the feelings do come out, that's going to be another situation.
2: But What was the name of the movie? I'm going to see if I can look it up. What was the name of the movie?
3: It's Holly. Holly. Uh, I think there's, uh, you know, the line in the middle
2: a line in the and like a
3: dash yeah, uh, I think so I don't know the word of it
2: what's the second part date like you know like a date oh holy date like H-O-L-I date uh-huh exactly gotcha and this is a Netflix movie Yes, it's on Netflix. All right, here, let's play the trailer. We are right on target for Q3 and... I'm sorry, can I uh, call you back? Mom, I'm working.
1: That's what you wear to work? I want you to meet someone. This is a doctor. And he's single. She's much
2: prettier with makeup.
1: I'm wearing makeup.
2: I am done casually. It's that girl from... The girl from Scream Queens. American horror story. Yeah, and Scream Queens. And Queen. Scream Queen. yeah. Dating on the holidays. There's way too much pressure. It's
7: ridiculous. Try being the only life. single person left in your family. Rodney's a kid
3: in cuz She's a hot mess at the same time. Like, oh my gosh. you didn't shows, call Rodney? But it shows, like, you know, that she's kind of like her own person. Like, her own, um, it's like, right. she could be like the dude in, in a rom-com.
2: Oh, so she like, she does kind of have um, like other stuff I've seen in her. She's very intimidating. She has like some really good expressions on her face. Like um, she she has like oh, masculine yeah. energy. I will I would say that she does kind of put out like a effective energy. I think she could hold oh, a, yeah. hold an entire movie. I haven't even seen this. I might give it a I'll give it a watch. You're always looking for something new to watch. Yeah,
3: like the only one that that the only movie that. Kind of made me feel like, in a way, uh, like the same kind of vibe. Uh, it was, you remember the proposal with Sandra Bullock?
2: Mm, maybe.
3: And Ryan Reynolds?
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're like she's a a, a book she's, she's, author presenter, yeah, like a manager for authors or something. Editor, okay, yeah. And then he has to marry her because she doesn't have exactly. a citizenship or something exactly it was exactly. all right that wasn't well, that wasn't kinda, terrible she,
3: yeah but uh she kind of has like the same energy as as uh as sandra but at the same time like you know like in the end uh it's ryan reynolds that goes back to her
0: mm. and in
3: this one it kind of so it kind of shows like don't ruin it like spoiler alert to, no oh no no <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, no it, it. like I actually enjoyed it because you can see that she can be a hot mess. She can be, you know, very authoritative. She knows what she wants. She knows what she, you know, like what she can give and everything. Nobody and that's like the thing. Like all you ever see that is only for guys, and no matter what kind of movie. And I'm just liking that it's actually changing during this time because, you know, like, if I ever have a daughter, I want her to be her own boss, you know? Like, uh, I want to be, I want her to be, like, the most of what she can. She can be a hot mess if she wants to.
2: <laughs> it was a good, that, that looked like a good trailer. It was very colorful. You know, it looked, I didn't pay extremely close attention to it, but it looked it looked good. You know, it's free. It's on Netflix. You're paying for it already, or most people are looked like a Mm -hmm. something to check out all right uh what else you got going on in puerto rico anything else going on down there you want to throw at us
3: oh well um well i went out last friday oh you went out oh you went to like the uh the gay
2: bar area and everything
3: yeah, I, uh, oh. I actually found out a new a new gay bar that they opened and nice. a new bar, but it's actually owned by a gay uh, by a gay guy. I I didn't meet him. Uh, I was a, I was actually recommended by my best friend from from San Diego. She uh, she told me like, hey, like you should go over to this place. Obviously, there's still limit uh, limitation of how many people can go in and stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm. But See, we don't even have any of that here. It's just like, like literally everything is just like as, as open as it can be. There's no limits on anything anymore. It's kind of surprising.
3: Well, I know in that place, it's just pretty brand new. And I think they had like a, I don't know, so it was like a bachelor's party or something like that. Or, or bachelor's party. But yeah, they were kind of like limiting uh, the amount of people that could go in, and obviously once it's passed, like you can't, nobody can get in. But yeah, it was actually really nice just to like be able to go out and just see people's faces. <laughs> I
2: actually just found a video of like uh, some guy. He's. He's got a sash on. Let's see what yeah. this says. Different have it. It oh, says let me like, send you the video. You know, Beach, Beach, uh, uh, which is oh, sorry. Keep going. No, you know, do no, no. I'm really like trying to read his sash. It says, like, it went so fast. It says, uh, like, like Mr. Gay really Canado or something like that. How do you pronounce the place? Condado. Condado. So he must have been Mr. Gay 2014. From Puerto Rico, Condado. Let's see what this guy says about it.
0: There's
2: definitely a lot
5: to offer, not just in the like gay area, but really anywhere you go, you really your thing
2: and have fun at the same time. Gay world, Puerto Rico. That's what it says on it. Nobody seems sash. to care. Never been an ounce of discrimination oh, that okay. either of us have felt. Because of that, so I'm it was comfortable enough that we could invite. Not only like our
3: gay how friends, it works
2: out. Um, parents, like, like in the area, are nieces, you texting?
3: Everybody can just feel. Great. Yeah, I'm texting it to okay. you. I'll wait Some for her to come major in. draws of Puerto Rico so all
2: involve the weather. It is Puerto Rico does look nice. I would like to go out there and give the it a little. In the of let's the check. Room. I mean, it this seems like a fairly light. easy place to be able to go to. Okay, let's see what Leo's been doing. All right, let's see. All right, so we got some videos straight from Leo. All right. I'm going to turn off the sound so we can actually hear what your video sounds like. What we got here. Where is this? El Teco? El Teco. Nice. It's the rule. Oh, nice. This looks nice. am All right, I'm going to replay it so I can actually... uh hear what it's saying. It's only like 10 seconds, so I'm going to turn it down a little bit. can like you at the same time. El techo.
1: El,
3: uh-huh.
2: el, el techo. Oh, it looks nice. Just like a whole area that like kind of a walkthrough area where people all are kind of
3: oh, yeah, intertwined that's together that's in,
2: in different venues. So it's not, they're kind of just all different venues that kind of come together in the middle.
3: me over there see, it's, uh it's, it's uh it's like the, this
2: looks like from the like back facing in me. almost like a plaza area where is it you like think? it looks like it's covered too or has like a covering that's kind of neat it is similar to the mm-hmm. vegas fremont street area maybe where you can kind of walk around it's covered you can uh grab a drink and then just pop over to some other area uh, and check out a different bar. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I don't even know where I'm going. It's like, these bars are just kind of connected, so you don't even know like, sometimes I'll go in a casino and out of a casino and not even realize what casino I'm in or anymore. Same thing with the bars here. They all just kind of flow into each other since there's no, uh, you know, you can take the drinks with you and nobody cares. If you're to walk into a restaurant or a bar with a drink from another place, nobody even cares. It's
3: mm-hmm. so strange. Obviously, they they. Uh, obviously they don't accept if it's like its a, 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 a like if it's a beer uh, the like if altogether. it's a beer and you Today know that it's from somewhere else like, but they really don't actually check on it really well but yeah like that, that place that I was in is actually called La Placita uh, it's funny that you say like a, pl- la, like a plaza because it's actually called La Placita
2: so that's and how it's, La Placita is, is plaza uh, yeah, but instead of it, saying it, plaza, it's, placita. Pla- you know, I'm not good at these things. I can't roll, even roll my R's. It's very pathetic. Well, thanks, Leo. That was a oh, nice God. little update from Puerto Rico. Um, you want to, you got anything else you want to throw out? You want to you call it out for a date? That dog, I have, I, the dog is back, so I'm not gonna lie. It's driving me crazy. I have to say, uh, bye-bye to the dog. Okay. Bye bye. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I love when you come on and do this with me. It's like always makes it more fun, to, you know. Talk about old times and new times. Back now that the world is somewhat, uh, somewhat sane and normal again. Um, We're well, um, yeah. I'm gonna take a quick little break and we'll come back and see if we can find something else we can uh, we can talk about. What's
3: up, members of the barrio? It's <laughs>
1: Always here to be your second opinion. Or third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. You get the picture. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Always on at DoctorWhoever.com.
2: So I know you're not as into the news and watching the news and things like that as I am. You're more of a uh, cartoons kind of guy and Disney Channel and stuff, which is cool. Because, I mean... You know, the news sometimes can be just depressing and sad and all those, all the above things sometimes. So it's, sometimes myself, I find myself wanting to just kind of like take a little break from the news. But uh, have you heard about the crazy rise in opiate overdoses? Um, like people dying of, you know, either having some kind of a pill or heroin or some kind of opioid well, the op- overdose. Well, the-
3: well, the opioid overdose, of course, I have to learn it from nursing.
2: In nursing school? So what they, like, teach about in nursing school, is it, like, do they, do they talk about the rise or do they talk about the more prevalence of it? Or, like, how do they bring that up?
3: Well, they pretty much teach us, like, um, how to treat it if someone comes in an overdose, because you can get uh, overdose about anything. Because it doesn't matter if it's just a... Uh, an illegal drug, you can actually get overdose. Even from from Tylenol, to be honest, you can get overdose. Like every every single drug and medicine that you that you can actually take is still considered a drug because they are drugs. Yeah,
2: but, that makes sense, but uh, I feel like people aren't dropping dead over a Tylenol overdose right now. You know what I mean?
3: Well, true, but at the same time, it's still considered the same situation because
2: even if you end up taking more pills than you're supposed to you can even actually end up dying that does okay, make sense if you just I guess anything oh, okay, you could overdose okay. on if you, I guess that's why there's a warning label and instructions on everything but the problem is things people are taking things now that they assume was going to be fine for them and then they get hooked on it and can't get off of it, nobody's really getting hooked on Tylenol I don't think um, right now, but well,
3: that's true. But uh, that's true. But then at the same time, uh, like let's say for penicillin, you know, penicillin is, is considered like one of those uh, medicines that it's uh, it's for relief, but it gets into addiction. That if you end up taking more of, uh, uh, more of that, it actually can harm your liver and. Mm-hmm. You know and, yeah. uh, and I think it was your kidney I also, think it's like aspirin not, that I'm does that really
2: too sure. like there's a there's a lot of drugs that I think are harmful when you when you take them I try to not take anything I try to I take some vitamins a couple workout supplements in the morning like natural things and then I've been taking an allergy pill yep. basically but that's about it I try not to take anything I never even had a flu shot before until this covid 19 vaccine that was the first vaccine, optional vaccine, I've, I guess I've ever really had in my life, because I've never had a flu shot before. And they so didn't have, I, like, and some of so. these things when we were kids, you know? Like, they didn't have chicken pox, chicken pox vaccines when I was a kid. You just got chicken pox and got over uh, it.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I got chicken pox when I was a little kid, so, you know, I didn't... I think it's part of life, getting uh, chicken
2: pox. But, again, nobody's dying from chicken pox. Uh, let, me from, let me play this little clip from Let me play little clip from NBC. They're, they're talking about the uh, U.S. overdose death toll. Let's see if they got... Let's see if I can turn the volume up on this guy.
4: Preliminary data from the Fed show that drug overdoses right. skyrocketed last year. According to the CDC, there were an estimated 93,000 drug overdose deaths in the United wow. States in 2020. That is an increase of nearly 30% from 2019. Wait, how many
2: So the there's from been an increase from nearly in there's a 30% increase in deaths from drug overdoses from last year to this year reaching the highest estimated total ever that's kind of crazy like 30% like not just a little bit like that's wow. that's a lot 51,000 in
4: 2019 to roughly 70,000 well, last what year did they 70, for, for
2: um so this says in this article that i'm reading if i'm if i'm reading it correctly i think this one is saying that it is mostly like the opioids. Deaths from overdose soared to more than 93,000 last year, a staggering record. The death toll jumped from more than 21,000 or nearly 30% from 2019. Uh, let's see, the increase is well, no surprise. Let's see what they say about... They don't really say anything about the specific drugs that they're talking about. Well, on I, think,
3: I, I, think, I think that opio- I, I think that's the thing about opioids... It's like the wrong medicine, you know, mm-hmm. like how uh, per- Percocet and, uh, like Percocet and, uh, oh my God, what's that other pain reliever that they supposed to? Oh, that's really yeah,
2: um, Vicodin or morphine or yes. something like that, yeah. Exactly, exactly, because
3: those actually end up giving more, more... They, they, they have stronger effects and they do get very addictive. Like, I remember one time I ended up having a curcumin set and because I had my appendix removed, and yeah, like I, it got to a point that it wasn't giving me the effect as the curcumin was supposed to give me. Oh, and sure. it ended up getting me, it ended up getting me like pretty addictive. And they told me, like, no, you gotta go cold turkey before you end up getting worse because if you end up taking it. You know, like as I said earlier, if you end up taking a lot more medicine than you're supposed to, it doesn't kill you immediately, but it ends up uh, affecting all your system and your and, and your body, like, affecting it can you negatively your liver. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It can destroy your liver. It can destroy your kidney. It can destroy like every single part of your entire body, and that's what. That and that's like the worst part because imagine you. Having to get a new liver because hey, you just uh, you've been drinking and then you do some Percocet and now you <laughs> need some a Percocets new liver. in
2: there. Some perks, just some perks. A Zanny bar. I've, I've, well, uh, I've
3: actually, I've actually uh, met a couple people that they will drink the Percocet with uh, while they're drinking. You, you drink
2: know, like Percocet? The How do you drink no, Percocet? Uh, they take
3: the per- that, oh, no, like they, they take, take it the and then drink.
2: Pill. Okay. As I know back in the day, people were drinking that Ciszerp, you know, it was just like basically codeine, liquid codeine people were drinking and it was like popular in the Mm -hmm. rap. They would mix it with like Hawaiian punch or something, I guess. Well, um, what about fentanyl? What's your familiarity with fentanyl? Because this says uh, opioids, primarily illegal fentanyl, continued to drive the death toll up um, as they have for many years. And as well as uh, methamphetamines and cocaine deaths also rose, but it looks like they're saying that mm-hmm. the illegal fentanyl that's in heroin is what is causing a prime, a primary yeah, focus but, of some of these. Well, methamphetamine,
3: methamphetamine is uh, it's on every, it's in every, in every single uh, uh,
2: medicine if you actually uh, knew about it. What about fentanyl? Is that is that something they use in a lot of things too, or is or is the? Because this this is talking about like illegal fentanyl being put into other drugs, basically, and then people don't really know they're they're taking the fentanyl, they think they're doing heroin or something else, and then it happens to have fentanyl in it.
3: Well, I I've known of uh, like I I learned it in school. I never actually interacted you know, with fentanyl. But, yeah, it's pretty much like the same situation with, uh, uh, as if you were taking
2: cocaine. I think people just need to be more careful about what they're taking nowadays. It's, you know, you don't... You can't trust anybody. Um, Does the person you're getting from it, you're getting whatever you're taking from, probably got it from someone else? Who got it from someone else? Who got it from someone else? And that's, uh, that's kind of how that all works, but...
3: Well, that's, uh... That, that's why they they have to, like, it, even in the pharmacies, they have to, like, count everything in general to make sure that no, nothing is missing because, obviously, that's illegal. But, you know, even in, in, in nursing world, they have to uh, count every single cabinet uh, and actually have to lock up every uh, opioid kind of medicine because... You know they were a danger for everyone, and
2: people probably you know, stole and, them, like you know, and try to sell them on the black market. Oh yeah, oh yeah, nice. but that's that's the
3: that's the situation that that sometimes we don't even know where where people are getting it, where where they're getting
2: it. I mean, who knows now? I mean, there's just so many ways to rip people off and scam things nowadays. You don't even know what you're taking anymore half the time, or like. Even food and these medical sup- these uh these uh, workout supplements and then medical things and then food. You don't even know what's in half the things we eat and take nowadays. Um but they just tested some Subway sandwich, the tuna sandwich from Subway, and they were like got it back from a lab that says there's no tuna. There's actually no real tuna in the sandwich. So it's like, eh. You can't oh, trust Subway, okay. who can you trust nowadays? <laughs> oh, Isn't that crazy? God. It just sounds kind of disgusting. Uh, some mushy face. Yeah, fish. but we still eat it. That's we the problem. Still eat it. I don't eat it, but some people do, I guess. All right, well, uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back on the Doctor Whoever Project. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. For
1: your own safety, strap it and put those thumbs to work. Find
2: it all at DoctorWhoever.com. And that's right. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. You got Doctor Whoever and Leo from Puerto Rico live right now. Um, we've been talking about some opioid crisis epidemics with a 30% rise in deaths over last year to this year. Um, and then some coolness about Puerto Rico opening up. Just some insight into what's going on in the world. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, Leo's favorite new musician, grace the white house with her presence to uh try to convince more people that the vaccine is uh gonna be good for them and good for the rest of us um i appreciate coming on again Leah. always have fun when you join me on here
1: yeah thank you
3: we can actually do this
2: yeah, we'll we'll make it, like I said, we'll try to make it a weekly thing where I bring you on and we get a little, get a little chat in because it's good to hear different insights. Even though we know each other well, you're living a completely different life in Puerto Rico now than you lived when you lived in San Diego where we lived uh, in the same city and I'm in Vegas now. So it's good to keep up. Um, like you're saying, so many friends don't really keep in contact nowadays. It's You know, you see each other on Facebook, you might like something here and there or comment post a picture but uh it's nice to actually talk in person like this well close to in person I guess (laughs) I feel like you're in my head when I wear the headphones Uh. (laughs) you forced me to download this song now so it's kind of I I don't hate it as much as I did when I first see I like her a little better now that she's talking to Joe Biden she put a pair of aviators on with Joe Biden did you see that at the White House
3: Oh yeah, I thought, I thought that was pretty cool.
2: <laughs> All right well I'm You're gonna so let cute. you. Roll. I'll let you roll here. we will uh, we'll see if I can find that video and then I'll let you head out for the day. I'd like to see the actual video of her on the putting on the aviators, but I don't think that's gonna happen. They probably tried to hide that somewhere. All right, All right Leo, well, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with me. Like I said, uh, this is the Doctor Whoever project. We'll be back with something else in a little while. Check out Leo next time, next week on the Doctor Who Ever Project.
3: See you later. Gonna go later. With, have, widow now.
2: <laughs> have
1: fun. See ya. I love you, guys. Leave bye. all the toxic vibes behind and get ready to clear the fog from your mind. It's time to get stimulated. This is the Doctor Who Project.
2: That's right. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. As always, it's great when I have Leo come on here with me. But uh, I'm trying to get Jesse to join me here in a second, so um, we can just chat about some other more serious things. Leo is uh, great for for talking about some fun, not so serious topics. That's why I love having him on. It just you know takes me out of my the world so crappy. We're never gonna get anything fixed. Kind of mindset sometimes. Um, I mean, there's so many things that are going on negative. It's good to have a little positivity in the world with someone like Olivia Rodrigo trying to spread, spread the message, um, the message of, hey, go out there, get vaccinated so we can get back to somewhat of a more normal life. Uh, I thought we were getting there. Uh, it just doesn't seem like that we've made as uh, much of a progress as we should have by now. I don't know whose fault that is. Is it the people's fault? Is it the leader's fault? Is it Facebook's fault? Um, I think it's a combination. It's, it's a little bit of everything. You can't just blame everything on Facebook. You can't just blame everything on Joe Biden. You can't blame everything on the Republicans. Um, it's a mixed bag. There's so many problems going on right now. I mean, look at the voting rights issue in Texas. The, uh, the Texas state representatives just decided they were going to, like, peace out. Um, they just left the state on private planes and decided they were going to go to uh, Washington, D.C. to try to push some of the um, elected officials federally to make the right decisions in their in their opinion. Uh, this is Washington Post from three days ago. Let's see if they... Uh, Want to explain it, the video is titled Why Texas House Democrats Left the State.
0: Over 50 Texas House Democrats left the state during a special legislative session to try and stop a bill that would restrict voting rights.
3: I left because I am tired of sitting as a hostage in the house of, Rep- Texas House of Representatives, while Republicans strip away the rights of my constituents to vote.
0: It's the second time this year House Democrats have attempted to block passage of the bill.
2: The quorum is apparently not present. The point of order is well taken and sustained.
0: By leaving the state, House Democrats are denying Republicans the quorum they need to vote on the bill.
5: I can and I will continue to call special session after special session after special session all the way up until election next year. And so if these people want to be hanging out wherever they're hanging out on this taxpayer-paid junket, they're going to have to be
2: prepared to do it for well over a year.
0: Republican Governor Greg Abbott... Well, that's interesting.
2: So he's saying, all right, you want to stay gone, if you want to stay out of Texas, and you don't want to work on this with us, then... You better be prepared to stay out for a while because they can just come back and um, they can just come back and do this again. It's a special session, so it's not a normal planned session, as far as I know. Um, they didn't do a special session for any of these other crisis things um, that seem to be going on, but they definitely did a special session for what they see as this major problem of voter. Rights, voter suppression I'm not really sure where they're going here Um, there wasn't any widespread fraud and Texas got what they wanted I mean they won so nobody's saying that the rules weren't correct but they don't like some of the things that are being put into place by the um, Republicans in the state so the Democrats are trying to make these things known that are trying to be put into place. It hasn't happened yet. Will it happen? Yes. It might happen in Texas. It might never happen in Texas. Um, but these laws don't seem to be the most oppressive over voters of any laws in our country. But it just goes to show with with these different states having different rules on everything Um, Look at what's going on with masks and vaccines. It's everywhere you go, every state, you hear something else. Um, So, like, who's to really even know what's right and what's wrong sometimes? I don't see a problem with having some kind of a federal regulation, federal backing on voting ability. Let's just say voting ability, the ability to vote, Um, the different things you should have to have to be able to vote, and you should be able to show And if that's showing an ID, I have really no problem with that. Um, How hard is it to show some form of identification? Um, But it needs to be clearly spelled out and accessible to people. I just tried to get a uh, driver's license in Nevada, and it was a nightmare. I think I went there like four or five times trying to figure out the right form of ID they wanted, this and that. They gave a list of options, and then there was no list of alternatives. but when you sat down in person, they're like, "Oh, we well, can have this or this if you don't have this, or this and this together equals this." it was just chaos. I never I never experienced such a difficulty in uh, getting driver's license for summer before. So I understand why people are afraid of having these these difficult rules for people that already have a hard time navigating themselves within this country to make it even more complicated to be able to vote and participate in the uh, election systems that we have where we say every citizen should be able to vote.
0: Session that began on July 8th. One priority was to pass the voting bill, which would limit mail in voting and give more access to partisan poll watchers.
5: That a quorum is not present as reflected on the vote just
2: taken.
0: Several Republican-controlled states have passed or introduced more
2: so quorum, um, they have to have a certain amount of people in the House to actually call the session. Without that, they can't do it. So by leaving the state, they have taken away the ability to even get this started and get this moving.
0: More restrictive voting legislation since the 2020 election, claiming these new laws would prevent voter fraud, a response to former President Donald Trump's baseless claims that the election was stolen. These
3: in this legislature may have... Change the Messiah, Jesus to Trump, but I haven't. <laughs> and I'm going to make sure that everything that I can do, that my constituents' right would not be stripped from them.
0: They came to D.C. to pressure senators to pass a federal voting bill that would undo a lot of the new restrictions at the state level. The motion is not agreed to. Senate Republicans blocked one of those bills for the People Act in June. What happens next is still up in the air. The delegation has said they plan to stay through the end of the session in early August.
2: So they plan to stay out of the state of Texas until this this one ends, and then they can uh, hopefully come back and something else will be different. But, I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Uh, they could keep going like Greg Abbott said, um, that they would just keep going on and he would keep calling these special sessions, and they would just have to continue to keep living out of the state. Is that really going to happen? 30 days is a long time. We shall see. Um, we shall see if that really actually happens or not. Because the Democrats are saying, you can't do anything now without us there. So even if it's to just call attention to it, this is definitely calling attention. Um, like what happened recently with the uh, the lady that was a representative that was arrested for knocking on the door. Um, these are all things that are grabbing national and global Headlines and showing people the struggle that Americans are having just to kind of keep things on a level playing field for all involved.
0: Abbott has said the House Democrats could be arrested.
5: As soon as they come back in the state of Texas, they will be arrested. They will be cabined inside the Texas Capitol until they get their job done.
1: Here's a move that the sergeant at arms or officers
2: appointed by him send for all absentees who in attendance is not excused for the purpose of securing in maintaining their absence under warrant of arrest if necessary. There being 76,000 foreign a's, the motion's
3: adopted.
0: Texas law enforcement does not have the jurisdiction in D.C., but the Texas Democrats do not have many options left to stop the bill. Republicans control both chambers of the legislature and criticize Democrats for leaving.
3: The sergeants-at-arms and any officers appointed by him are directed to send for all absentees whose, whose attendance is not excused for the purpose of securing and maintaining their attendance, under warrant of arrest if necessary. Members, under the rules, while the House is under a call, any member who wishes to leave the hall must have the written permission of the Speaker.
2: It's like being in elementary school, you know, get your get your uh, permission slip to leave. This is kind of crazy. I will say this is something unique and something that I have never seen before um, in my lifetime. I, I think a lot of people are surprised. Uh, I remember watching Anderson Cooper when it was happening and they were leaving to uh, get on the, uh, the the private jets and he had a little the Anderson Cooper giggle came out because it was just kind of like <laughs> getting on jets and flying away because uh, they they want to be be apart from this and uh, they don't want to they don't they don't want to even talk about this bill because they don't see it as any kind of Think that they could stand behind in any capacity, um, and I, I can understand that if you know that if you know that what's what's out there is not going to be at all something you can get behind, and they won't listen to you. What more do you have to do? But strike is basically what this is. Um, this is basically a strike against these oppressive bills as they see them. Uh, This is from the Today Show. Let's see what they got about this. Overnight in
5: Texas, which is now at the forefront of the debate over voting rights, Republican legislatures there are looking to pass some of the most restrictive rules in the country, including this bill, which was rushed through the state legislature over a holiday weekend. And it was all but guaranteed to pass. But overnight, in a last-minute move, Democrats walked out of the chamber, and that left the Texas legislature, without the required number of lawmakers, needed to pass the bill by a midnight deadline, Craig.
6: So, Jeff, walk us through exactly what's in this bill. Why, why the backlash? Not only there in Texas,
5: but also on a national scale. Yeah, well, if the Texas bill would end drive-through and
2: 24-hour voting. It would also add ID require. Okay, drive-through... Voting is something new. We had it during the pandemic. Do we really need that again? Yeah, it was something we needed for the pandemic. We only had it for one year. Have people really gotten that used to it that it's something that needs to be put in place? Will it make things easier for people? Yes. Will it make it easier to cheat? I don't think so. How could driving through make it any, you know, I mean, when you go order a Big Mac, if you go up to the window or if you go to order it in person you have just as much likelihood of getting said Big Mac made like you make like you want it um, it just it gives people i'd even say it gives the workers at the polls like more of a break because you're going to have a certain amount of people that are going to go use the drive through and you have a certain amount of people that are going to come in and do in person voting i mean if anything it's just a way to minimize how many people are are in one space at one time and lines and, and chaos and driving and all that. Um, I don't see either way why it would be right or wrong or how it could really help or hurt either group. Either um, we're gonna start having to talk about this age group, this 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 degree of separation between the generations and how all these different generational gaps. Are functioning um, people in the millennial age group they want easy they want easy peasy they want these drive-through things they want to do things I've said to people before why is there not some kind of online way to vote um, I just don't understand why it has to be this complicated to vote and why we want to make it this complicated for so many people instead of getting the most people activated and involved as possible
5: Requirements for absentee voting and make it easier for a judge to overturn election results. Now, Democrats say this is all aimed at restricting, restricting voting for people of color, and they were especially outraged by a last-minute addition that would have banned voting on Sundays before 1 p.m. when they say many black voters head to the polls before church. Now, Republicans say they want to make voting more secure, even though many GOP officials admit the 2020 election was secure, and Texas had no reports of mass voter fraud in 2020, this is all part of a nationwide battle with the GOP aiming to put tougher restrictions in place, driven by former President Trump's lie that the 2020 election was stolen. But look, in Texas, it's not over yet because the governor there says this bill will, will be back in a special session, Craig.
6: Jeff Pinniforce there from the White House. Jeff, thank you.
2: Jesse Jesse has arrived. Hello, Jesse. How are you? Hello. Hello. Uh, Hello. I don't think you have any microphone on right now, so uh, give me a second to turn you on. We'll do a little Jesse intro. uh.
1: Jesse. He'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert
2: and way overqualified for this podcast. Mm, now you decided to move it right when I turned it on. That's okay. man little the microphone over there, aren't we? Well, if you had it in the right position, I wouldn't have to move it. Well, excuse me. <laughs> All right, well, how are you doing? What have you been doing out there? You've been working from home today, Jesse? Definitely working from home, staying busy. Busy news cycle today, so always
6: something going on.
2: I know there was some breaking news uh, just a second ago. Uh, They they came out I saw it pop through myself But I hadn't really even had a chance to uh, Had a chance to get into it I was still going through some of this uh, The stuff with the Texas Legislator just kind of dipping out And uh, piecing out on their job duties What do you think about that? I talked about it enough But I'd just like to hear your opinion
6: I mean they're doing exactly what they need to do In order to make sure all of their constituents Can vote I mean, they're limiting the voting access based on this big lie that there is uh, voter mishandlings going on, people voting that should have been voting, or uh, whether or not people were counting the right votes, which didn't happen this last election. Even Republicans have said that, the Secretary of State said that the election was fair, everything was fine, but we're seeing this overwhelming amount of legislation uh, trying to correct a problem that doesn't actually exist and trying to suppress. <laughs> Sorry about That's that. That's a big Texas right there. All
2: right, know, Texas kinda... didn't like what I was saying. Texas, Texas <laughs> heard you and they were uh, censoring you. <laughs>
6: yeah, so you know those legislators are in D.C. right now, uh, avoiding a vote on during this special session. Uh, you know, what I mean, Congress honestly needs to do what they need to do and they need to pass some voting rights bills. It's always been one of those things that's been bipartisan that
2: everybody's kind of agreed upon. Um, and now, what we're... do you mean agreed upon? Like, that we should have a checklist and everybody has to follow these certain checklists? Yes. I mean, I was talking about even here, getting a driver's license. It was a hassle because nobody could tell me really very clearly these things I needed, and if I didn't have one, what would work in replacement of said other. Um and that's just to try to get a driver's license here somewhere where they've had these rules set up for a while, I would assume. Um, moving to a state trying to come up with these own laws right now for an election that's supposed to be happening fairly soon. I could see how that could lead to confusion.
6: Yeah, and especially there's, there's areas in the country... Uh, that aren't in big cities, that don't have DMVs right down the street like some people do. And imagine yourself. You said you went to the, had to go back three or four times. Yeah, four or five. Yeah, maybe. What, if, uh. what if you had a job that gave you special permission that one day to go to the DMV and you didn't have all that information? You couldn't go back to get a driver's license to have identification or to go true. vote. So a lot of people were in situations where they don't have access to to getting going to the DMV, to getting a driver's license, they work. The same issue we have with people not being able to get vaccinated. Um, We need to make it a lot more easier for people to get vaccinated, a lot more easier for people to vote. Because what this country is, is democracy. It only works if people participate. So let's let people participate. And... And form the government they want to see. Let's not limit the amount of participation. That's not what this country is about. So why are we, you know, believing this big lie and following, still following a reality TV star uh, dictator mm-hmm. how we need to run our, our country and how we vote? I mean, that's that something to end. But the news that you were discussing earlier also involves Texas. Uh, big big ruling in Texas. So so we, have, we have we
2: have breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. Breaking
1: news, Justin.
2: Feel free to turn your head and cough. All right, so breaking news from Jesse. This did just come out earlier. I saw it, but I want you to explain it because I didn't even have uh, time to read it yet.
6: Yeah, I'll break it up into four simple sections for you guys. So there's a ruling in Texas. The federal court ruled on what DACA means and who can receive DACA. Uh, so the federal government can no longer, after this ruling, accept new undocumented immigrants into the DACA program while this Texas lawsuit winds its way through the federal court. Uh, because this federal judge in Texas did rule that DACA and DACA recipients are illegal, that the whole process is illegal. And I'll get into that a little more thoroughly right now. So the judge's order doesn't apply to people who already have DACA applications already currently, or have been, who are, you know, remain in good standing, which means they haven't committed any crimes. So in this ruling, uh, it is said that DACA is illegal because the Congress didn't authorize it. This was originally authorized under the Obama administration. It was done under executive order. And just keep in mind, uh, currently we have 616,030 recipients under the DACA status right now. And these are individuals that have... We're born in another country. What's the age range we're looking at here? So we're looking at from two years old to 18. From two to 18, about. So we're not talking about people that came here when they're 30 years old and decided they want to, you know, apply for this special We're talking about people that were probably brought here as a baby. Yeah, very relatively young age. Uh, They grew up in this country. This is, for many of them, this is the only country they even remember, um... So, and, and you got to keep in mind, a lot of these people that are under this DACA program have served in the military, are college mm-hmm. graduates, have a PhD, have a master's degree. These are individuals that are contributing a lot to this country, that have sacrificed, put their lives on the line for this country. And it's just not fair that we constantly are going back and forth. They have status. They don't have status. Oh, now your status is in jeopardy. That's no way for someone to live their life. Either we're going to pass some type of legislation or get this all st- figured out. In the, but right now, Texas is kind of throwing a loop in the in the, in the system again. And so this is just a Texas ruling? It's a Texas ruling, but it's a federal Texas ruling, which means that the whole DACA program can no longer start continue to authorize... Daca applications. So if you're in the program, you're currently safe you're until good. until it gets reviewed at the federal
2: level. That's good. Let's hear the um let's hear the news. It just came out 54 seconds ago. This is uh CBS Evening News. Judge calls Daca illegal and blocks new applications.
7: In, Texas dealt a blow to young in a major ruling tonight, a federal judge in Texas dealt a blow to young immigrants known as DREAMers, saying the DACA program is unlawful and blocking new applications. The DACA program allows undocumented immigrants who were brought to the U.S. as children to work and stay in the U.S. The policy was established by former President Barack Obama. The more than 600,000 immigrants currently protected under the program are not immediately impacted.
2: All right, so right now nobody's impacted that's in it, but nobody else can join it, is what you're saying. Yeah, so the people
6: that are being affected right now are the ones that were currently in the process of filling out their applications to be a part of the program. Um, but this also puts in jeopardy. I mean, if you're if you're a document a doctor recipient and you know that this ruling is going to the federal level, it's gonna give you some type of anxiety because this this is your your permit to work, this is your your permit to stay in the country. So this is something that's
2: going to have people on edge until they get this figured out. It does seem sad that kids can live their whole life here, it seems like, and and they're not really sure if they're going to be able to stay. You know, and they're going to school and trying to get a normal of life as they can being in the country, but they don't really feel uh, like they are... As A part of it is some of their, you know, classmates. Doesn't seem to be quite fair. Well, that's that's definitely not the best sign of things. But like you said, sometimes things like this, rulings and decisions, lead to overreaching change from the government where the states, like Texas, can't come in and do anything like they did for gay marriage. You know, they came in. The, the United States was like, "Hey, gay marriage. Yes. You can't do anything about it. Tough. That's what it's, it's the law of the land." Something like that possibly um, could happen to the DACA. Is that what you would you would be thinking? The DACA recipients?
6: Yeah, it's kind of putting more pressure on Congress to to do something now. Uh, now that there's this added pressure. Uh, with Texas having their say, that saying that DACA is illegal, there's a lot of dreamers um, that are in this this kind of limbo now, mm-hmm. based on this ruling. So this puts more pressure on the elected officials to either, you know, make DACA recipients all legal, or do something more expansive and find a pathway to citizenship to the 11 million people currently residing in this country
2: as we speak. Hmm. It does seem like there needs to be a solution. And Texas is really more giving... I'd say they're, they're trying to create more problems than create solutions. Um, Texas isn't... I don't think Texas is a, uh, a beacon of hope right now as a part of this country. It seems like they're, they're trying to move further and further away from what the norms are of the country and where we're going as a whole of society, but um, hey, let's take a little quick break, and we'll come back back out. And uh, I think there's some some new states that are saying, hey, uh, you might not want to come visit here because COVID is getting crazy.
1: Leave all the toxic vibes behind, and get ready to clear the fog from your mind. It's time to get stimulated. This is the Doctor who Project.
2: So we thought we were kind of out of the fire with the COVID-19, but it seems like this week, is it the Delta variant? Is that what's causing all these problems? Or is it the people not getting vaccinated? Or is it a combination of both? Yeah, it's,
6: it's definitely a combination of both. You, you have these states where vaccination levels are still hovering at 40%. And, you know, the plan was to get people at least at 70, 80%. And how the Delta variant plays into account is it's, it's more aggressive, it's easily passed, more transmittable uh, than prior viruses. So it's kind of like a twofold. You have people not getting vaccinated, which is, and, you know, taking away the masks, you know, bringing people in large gatherings again with this, this Delta virus that's more contagious than the prior one. And we're seeing large populations of young people now hospitalized and dying compared to the older generations that was dying before. Uh, so it's definitely a two-header that's
2: going on right now with people not getting vaccinated. I believe I I saw somewhere that, I want to say it was one out of four or one out of five cases are in Florida. Or in the state of Florida. Yeah, so Florida has, you know,
6: Governor Ron De, Rob DeSantos that... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't say that. The soundboard said he's that. He's very anti-vaxxer. He's definitely on the Trump ad wagon. Yeah, definitely. That's pushing, you know, not to get vaccinated. But I honestly think he's been vaccinated. Oh, sure, he has. So it's it's really unfortunate because there's a lot of people that are just falling victim to these political agendas, uh, people that are trying to, you know, put their name out there for 2024, for the next presidential cycle. And it's these people. It's, it's unfortunately, you know, large number of Republicans that are watching Fox News and mm-hmm. all this misinformation uh, telling them not to get vaccinated. They're going to come knocking on your doors and try and inoculate you, which
2: w- isn't the case what's happening again. Of course not. I mean, it. does anybody yell at the Mormons for knocking on people's door? I mean, yeah, kind of. But we don't go on the news and talk about the Mormons are all spreading lies or trying to make me do this and go to the Mormons. away from Christianity. <laughs> it's like, my God. So... You know, it's okay to go and knock-knock. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? But you can't knock-knock be like, hey, um, have you heard about the vaccines that might save you and your family and your grandparents and your neighbors so we can get our economy back roaring again and get people moving and going to other countries for vacations or just down to the beach for the weekend um, without having this... Uncertainty of: Am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing?
6: Yeah, uh, and, it, and it's kind of that same party that's always you know so pro-business, uh-huh. pro-family, pro business, pro family, pro all this. Are they're putting this this level of of urgency to maybe shut things down again? It's like we're we literally have a surplus of vaccines right now, and we have the solution to the problem and we're choosing not to take choosing. it. And we're the only country, the only, you know, advanced country that has this ability to do that and we're choosing not to. We're choosing to to kill ourselves.
2: I mean, other people want these vaccines so badly and then we, I mean, we got them. You and I got them. We got the vaccines, you know. We got them right away with lots of other people. But th- remember going back to the second vaccine to get it, there was nobody there. It was kind of odd and eerie in this giant convention center. Just nobody there to get this free vaccine. In, the, in one of the largest cities in the country. Um, let me hear this clip. This is from CNBC uh, talking about the COVID Delta variant has hit its highest trans- transmission rate in the US. Let's see what they got to say about that.
4: Good morning, Andrew. The numbers is unfortunately moving in the wrong direction as Delta is the predominant variant here in the United States. Nationally, cases are up about 30% week-over-week, according to the latest CDC data, Uh, just under 18,000 now being recorded each day in the U.S. Of course, that is way fewer than we saw at the peak of this, but it's going in the wrong direction. Hospital admissions now are also rising up 15% week-over-week to more than 2,000 a day. Deaths, luckily, still at the trough at about 183 per day. Now, the states with the highest infection rates are ones where we do see Delta really predominant and also see uh, lower see vaccination rates. The red there yep. is I where the CDC says the highest transmission is Look happening Look at all in that country. red. States like Arkansas, Missouri.
2: Arkansas, Missouri. Looks like there's definitely some Nevada in there. The yeah, southern Nevada's- Texas. Yeah, don't let Nevada fool you, even though
6: we voted for presidential... Uh, candidates twice that are Democrats. It's it's
2: still a very very conservative. But look state at it. Do you see in the rural parts? Look where the red is. That's high, and look where the blue is. That's that's low. The blue is around Las Vegas and around Reno. You see that? Yeah.
4: Missouri, Florida is a real worry right now. Louisiana and Nevada all seeing the highest per capita case rates right now. Um, whereas areas in the Northeast. Uh, And some around South Dakota, also in the blue there, seeing the lowest transmission right now. Now, boosters, of course, a huge topic since Pfizer came out last week, saying that it has data suggesting we need boosters. Uh, Now the company... All
2: right, so the booster thing, did you hear about that? Yeah, I think that's kind of... (laughs) I
6: honestly think that's just the pharmaceutical companies trying to make a little bit more money. Yes. And what the data is coming from is actually coming from Israel. Uh, Well, they picked a study from Israel purposefully. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not even at the level to where people have got their first dose, let alone worrying about a third dose. I think that's more on the
2: the pharmaceutical companies trying to make more money. They were releasing that to their stockholders. That press release wasn't for Sanjay Gupta to read on CNN. Yeah. That was for stockholders to be like, hey, hey, don't worry. We got a whole nother round of these vaccines coming in probably like two years. Once we get the people that want to get vaccinated, vaccinated. We'll come out with a booster, and that'll be you know, even more money because America will buy it because we want our people to be as healthy as humanly possible, yeah, even that, with them not wanting to be themselves.
6: And that booster thing really is a legit thing. Yeah, I mean, that's I something agree. people may need in the future. I'm talking about a year two years down the line, but it's, it's becoming a part of, part of a conversation just as a way of saying, oh, yeah, yeah I'm definitely not getting three shots. So, I mean, you even get a booster shot for when you get a tetanus shot when you go to school. I mean, you need all <laughs> kinds of
2: boosters. That's just a part of, you know, vaccines. I mean, and we should have these vaccines to go to school and things like that where we're, where we're putting children and young people and older people all kind of in the same the same small area. And we, we want to keep people safe, and we should. Um want to talk about uh want to talk about some stuff that's going on in salt lake city in a little bit and then we'll we'll close it out this will be our last topic there's a salt lake city the great salt lake seems like it's shrinking and uh possibly possibly going away so uh I, i do want to hear about that i know we're having major drought issues but in europe they got the most rain they've ever had like literally ever in the history of recording so i don't know what's going on it's getting kind of crazy with the weather around the world right now um, we'll come back, we'll give a little insight into that Maybe you'll learn a little bit of something This is the Doctor Whoever Project We'll be right back You need a dose of reality
1: stats Never fear This is the Doctor Whoever Project New
2: episodes weekly at doctorwhoever.com So the great Salt Lake, I guess We, we were there fairly recently We weren't a huge fans of Salt Lake City We thought it kind of stunk Maybe part of the problem is this they were uh, the, the, the lake I guess is uh, drying up really quickly just like the one is here. but the difference is that lake the ground has like arsenic and um, what's the stuff that's sentma mercury, all kinds of chemicals apparently that are really bad for you that the water kind of keeps down. but when it dries up and the heat from the sun make all these particles evaporate and go into the air. And they're worried about poisoning uh, great area, great like areas of the of the state due to that. Um, I don't even know if they talk about it in this part, but that's just like an extra worry they're worrying if you know if it actually happens. Um, let's see what this says. The silvery blue waters of the Great Salt Lake sprawl across the Utah desert, having covered an area nearly the size of Delaware for
5: much of history. For years, though, the largest natural lake west of the Mississippi River has been shrinking, and a drought gripping the American West could make this year the worst yet. The receding water is already affecting the nesting spot of pelicans that are among the millions of birds dependent on the lake. Sailboats have been hoisted out of the water to keep them from getting stuck in the mud. More dry lake bed getting exposed could send arsenic-laced dust into the air that there millions it is. breathe.
2: A lot of arsenic-laced dust into the air that we breathe. Like, that's what, that's, I've never even heard of that because we've never been in the place in, in our country where we've had to be worried about this because the water's always been there yeah there's there's
6: parts of like california where you can't live because there's fungus particles in the dust that if you breathe it in the spores will grow on your lungs so they're not really places they advise people to move to um i forget i forget what it's called exactly what it's when you get this fungus in your lungs there's a name for it i've never heard Uh, of. but it causes lifelong respiratory issues so that might be something similar and you know we're facing the same issue here in nevada with uh Lake Mead, the Mm -hmm. reservoirs at a historically low level as a result of, you know, all this lack of rain. I don't think we have to
2: worry about the arsenic and things. No, yeah, I don't think
6: we have that problem because there was was nothing there. This is a man-made, you know, lake. And the dam, you know, is home to one of the largest hydropower plants in the country. We do need uh, that. Yeah, it supplies 1.3 million people in Nevada, Arizona, California, and tribal regions, their electricity... And, you know, I mean, as same as Salt Lake City, a few weeks ago, Lake Mead reached its lowest level since 1930. Um, So, you know, the the states ready to declare a a shortage of water. Uh, So there needs to be some ideas, some groundbreaking ideas of how to deal with this water shortage and all these global warming issues and, you know, changing and, you know, Climates are intensifying the climates like intensifying, here in, it's it's really starting to, to show itself nowadays and I think people need to start taking global warming a lot more serious. I think we
2: are. We're having to. It's you know, it, it's it's being put out there in in a way that if you're not experiencing it yourself personally, and so many people are nowadays, uh, even Leo was saying, he's like, Man, it's never this hot in Puerto Rico, it's never this hot. Like it's normally temperate and it's getting hotter there. Yeah, in yeah, London, just... do you see this clip, Rev London, right here? A lot of rain. Like we know, it rains in London. We've been there. We've been, you know, caught in rainstorms in London before. But I mean, they've had this is the most rain they've ever had ever uh, in, in these European areas where they're getting these massive mudslides now. I mean, that's the whole street. Yeah, you, you need. It's kind of crazy. You have these regions where they have. Too much water, and then
6: you have us where you we have don't have some any water. water. So I mean, it's 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 scary, and then you have these wild uh, wildfires breaking out through yeah. all the west west side of the country as well, which is huge issue also because that's billions of dollars that being spent on being able to fight these firefighters. You got the fire, wildfire
2: wildfire season is, is the out.
7: California wildfire season putting 2021 far ahead of
4: last year. Lilia Luciano explains. In California, the horrific sound of a firestorm and the gut wrenching hmm. sight of homes consumed by land rover. Nobody wants to see a land rover on fire, that just like hurts your heart. And this, a fire tornado fueled by intense a fire tornado and powerful winds. It sparks memories hmm. of 2020. The worst. So, this is July 12, 2021. 2021.
2: Already yes. giant fires here. I mean, what is what are we going to do about this exactly? I mean, is there a I don't think there's a simple answer. Um, there doesn't seem to be one. It, it, ne- it needs to be a global answer, but we also need to accept. You know what they say in rehab for people? Acceptance is the first step. And uh, if you can't accept that there's a problem with what's going on you know, as a whole, people I, are not gonna fix it.
6: I think it kind of falls under the line of what we've been discussing throughout this whole show is you have one part of the country that believes in global warming, yeah, the other half of the country that believes it's fake, it doesn't exist. And you have one side of the country that believes in vaccines, you got the other half that doesn't believe in vaccines. Yeah, uh, and, and the third one is you have half of the country that believes the election was fair, and you have the other half of the country that believes it was rigged. So, I mean, we have this divide <sighs> in the country that's going on. Major that's divide. That's, that's making us stagnant and actually making some changes that are going to save us in the future. I think there's,
2: there's some willingness to this too there's some there's some willingness to be against things right now like you almost have to kind of work at it to to not get the vaccine or not want to accept that it's getting hotter than it normally did or that we're having uh, more extreme weather patterns than we used to most definitely but i know it It's a slippery slope, you know? People don't want to grab on to every little piece of news they hear. They just, they don't. They feel like they don't want to take in too much because they don't understand what's real, what's not. And also it goes to, oh, so if I accept global warming, now am I gonna have to do recycle? I'm not gonna be able to drive my truck and ride my dirt bikes and whatever. All these things that people are afraid that will stop happening if the government Takes a better approach at limiting some of this uh, global warming and some of the chemicals we're putting into our atmosphere. But what a lot people forget is, it's not that. It's not like your dirt bike you might ride once or twice a year around your street. It's these corporations and companies and these the car manufacturers. It's the trains. It's the the trucks that transport your your uh, pallets of water from a warehouse to Walmart, and then you take the and you put it in your car and bring it to your house, like all these different things were moving pieces of uh, material and things. People want to purchase products from somewhere in China or the Middle East or South Asia over here to small town America where people can purchase them. And those things have an impact on the environment. Yeah. I think it's,
6: I think for the first time in our country is we've, we've created these new technologies, these groundbreaking technologies that we know that are beneficial to us. And we've, allowed big corporations and lobbyists to not allow us to move forward we've seen that with you know like you were just mentioning car companies we've had you know electric
2: vehicles oh, yeah. and hybrids Years.
6: for for decades now
2: we've had that technology they're made so, fun of and called wimpy i remember when steve wozniak from apple um he was riding with kathy griffin and they were driving a prius and he he was speeding on purpose so he would get a ticket so it would be in the news to show that hey these cars can go faster
6: yeah, but I think what you see now is now that you all the, you know, major players are starting to finally get behind mm-hmm. this new technology, you see some really cool cars out there. Oh, yeah. You got you got electric vehicle trucks that are super super huge. I look like they're diesel powered. You oh, have yeah. amazing like Porsche SUVs. The Volkswagen that are really group. nice. Volkswagen SUVs and like coupes. So it's always that technology and the, the ability to make it more acceptable to the to the whole population has always been there. It's just been this huge muscle from the, the gas and oil companies that have not allowed, you know, the transition from gas-powered cars to electric and hybrid.
2: If the gas companies were smart, they would they would uh, take a piece of the playbook from the tobacco companies. And they would just, you know, buy up some of these electric charging station companies. They would buy up some of the solar-powered charging. They would buy up some infrastructure near major hubs in some of these major cities where people could come and charge their car and pay to charge a car just like you would pay to put gas in. Um, But we'll see if they do that or not. I do want to talk about the Trumpinator. Uh, I can't go a day without talking about it. I know. I'm sorry. It's just too much fun for me sometimes to uh, talk about all the silliness that's going on with him. So uh, we'll take a little break, and we'll come back and talk some Trump news. Is that all right, Mr. Jesse? I guess so, Dr. Whoever. Thank you, Mr. Jesse. (laughs) We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Whoever Project.
5: Since you're attacking us, can you give us a question? Since you're, no, Mr. President-elect. Go ahead. president President-elect, ahead. since you are, no, you. You, your you are attacking our news organization. organization,
6: can you give us a chance? A question, sir, you are attacking our news organization. Can you give us a chance to ask a question, sir? Sir, can you state, Mr. President-elect, can you state category? So the Trump
2: saga continues. It looks continue. like we have uh, some can you reaction question? from Trump. Can you, uh, can you stay, first time can reaction in public you, at a rally in Florida. I don't think I've seen this yet. He does say it's a week go from uh, MSNBC News. Let's see what this is right here. It says Trump reacts to uh, charges of fraud at Florida Rally. And this is from the Today Show, July 4th, 2021.
5: NBC's Ali Vitali is in Sarasota, Florida, where the former president held a rally last night. Ali, good morning.
7: Hey, Willie, good morning. Former President Donald Trump back in his home state of Florida last night, but in a New York state of mind, reacting for the first time in public to the criminal indictments by the Manhattan DA against his company and its chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, for what prosecutors called a sweeping and audacious tax fraud scheme. Trump framing the charges as an ongoing political witch hunt that attacks, quote, good people simply for not paying taxes.
1: Never before. Has New York City and their prosecutors, or perhaps any prosecutors, criminally charged a company or a person for fringe benefits? Fringe benefits.
6: Murder's okay. Human trafficking, no problem. But
1: fringe benefits, you can't do that.
2: This, every time he talks about it, it sounds so unrelatable to me. Like, do you get fringe benefits at your job? Do you know anybody that just gets, oh, here, I have a car. Oh, free tuition? Here you go. Oh, we want an apartment? Every day you can have just a free apartment for you to stay in? Here you go. It's just so unrelatable. And you can even see the people, they're just kind of looking like, uh, yeah, I guess. Fringe Fringe. what? Is that the TV show Fringe? Like, don't even know what he's talking about. These people are just so stupid and uneducated. Like, most of these people have never had a job where they would get any kind of benefits, much less fringe benefits
6: I mean that's why it's hard to believe that you
2: know he's the working man's people yeah I'm the working man with my fringe benefits
7: An important caveat to keep in mind here, Willie, Trump is starting to take a more public posture over these next few weeks, holding rallies to energize the base ahead of the midterm elections, but also to fortify his own political brand. By staying in the political game, teasing another presidential run, and campaigning for MAGA-approved candidates, the former president can more easily try to categorize his multiple legal proceedings as unjust partisan attacks, claims his critics dispute. Willie?
5: and those indictments huh. in new york may just be the tip of the
2: iceberg we will see ali Vitali in sarasota florida ali thanks so much we will see what do you think so and your, you know just everyday person opinion do you think that these things are, are are real and and actual crimes or do you think that they're just nitpicking little things
6: I think they're actual crimes. There wouldn't be merit to continue with these investigations if there wasn't some type of of criminal history that they're finding and some type of evidence-based efforts found in in finding these charges. It's it's definitely not like going through emails and trying to find something, some type of misfraction. There's definitely a long history of misappropriation of, of tax dollars.
2: Well, it seems like they took this guy, uh, Alan Weisselberg, they took him off of the committees and, well, I don't know if they were committees more, but like, they took him off the projects he was working on, I guess. Yeah, like, he, was, he was
6: heading over like 40 organizations, the finances for 40 organizations mm-hmm. in the Trump sphere of, of
2: of things that they have their hands dipped in. It just seems so so odd that he would be involved in that many things anyway. What's this say? This is from Good Morning America. Development in the investigation into former President Trump. Michael
5: Strahan. Now, to that bombshell development in the investigation into former President Trump and his company. The first charges stemming from that probe filed overnight. And our chief Washington correspondent, John Carl, has been tracking all the latest. John, good morning to you, my friend. Good morning, Michael. ABC News has learned that a grand jury has filed sealed criminal indictments against the Trump organization. And it's Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg. And Mr. Weiselberg has already turned himself in this morning to authorities in New York.
2: This is an old clip. There's nothing this new going happened. on right now. I think we are just kind of in a waiting period. Um, I was kind of explaining it the other day. You know, there's so much crazy news, but do you remember uh, Joel Greenberg? <laughs> I mean, do you remember that guy? Like, tax collector guy, Joel Greenberg? Matt Gates and Joel Greenberg. Now you remember. Yeah, Do you remember yeah. Matt Gates and his buddy Joel Greenberg that was a tax collector? Mm-hmm. And they were having, like, you know, apparently having girls come over and paying them through Venmo. But I think the part that people didn't see was the beginning part of Joel Greenberg getting brought in and indicted. That's kind of what you're getting to see right now with Alan Weisselberg. Getting to see the beginnings of, of what the process is. And it takes a while. It is a process. This this is not quick. Um, They want to find out as much information as they can, and they have plenty of time to do so. And time will tell and show um, reality, what, what was actually happening. I think they're even saying now that Ivanka Trump might be named in some of these indictments, as well as some of the other executives from the Trump administration. So it'll be cool to see what happens with that. It's fascinating, nonetheless. I mean, is it, is it kind of fun to see Trump go down after all the stuff that kind of he did negatively? Yeah, actually it is. It's enjoyable. People, are, I'm enjoying watching it. I'm enjoying watching the downfall of this. It was fun to go by the Trump Towers the other day in Vegas and be like, oh, that's where this is. Because it's like nowhere anybody would even go to unless you're specifically going to that place. Yeah, it's it's like in the, the middle. Path. It's like the middle of this like, staging area for construction with giant fields of nothingness on both sides of it. Well, thank you, Jesse. It's always great when you come in and give us your political expertise. So uh, eh, we're going to close out with the Jesse intro. Again, thank you so much, Jesse, for taking the time to sit with us and just go over some of the fun, breaking news of the day. Thank you for having me. Jesse, he'll never say
1: his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert, and way overqualified for this podcast.
2: All right, Jesse. Any last words for uh, for the listeners to close it out today? If you're listening from Vegas, stay indoors and stay hydrated. Definitely stay hydrated. It is a hot one. It's been a hot one for a couple of days. All right, this is the Doctor Whoever Project. Later.
1: Leave all the toxic vibes behind and get ready to clear the fog from your mind. It's time to get stimulated. This is the Doctor Whoever Project.